Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalist, real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual new Ben Carres, and this is Mentalect Radio. And tonight, we're going to be discussing the power of leadership. What is the power of leadership? You know, there's a reason why the white man and just people in general, um, they don't want to see so-called black men in leadership. There's a reason why. Because leadership denotes something. Right? Remember I said to you all, I said, you know, when they refer to certain leaders, certain black so-called quote-unquote black leaders in the society as cult leaders, you got to be able to look at the terminology and what's really behind the word when they call people cult leaders, black so-called black leaders, cult leaders. You, you got to look at what's behind the word, right? Because I told you the word cult is really short for occult. You meaning a cultist, meaning someone who deals in darkness or black magic or things like that, the occult the things that are unseen, unknown. See, because in this society, if you're not leading or guiding people by what Caucasians teach you, if you're not giving permission, a.k.a. submission to teach at their, um, at their hand and at their tutelage, call you is a cult leader or an occultist, someone who is teaching something that is, that you know is foreign to them, something that they haven't, you know, given permission for you to teach. And of course they're gonna demonize you and of course the brainwashed Negroes that follow them are gonna demonize you too. When you're trying to uplift people, when you have the ability to gather people to listen to you, that is a power within itself. Because, again, everybody ain't going to listen to everybody. You know, like I said, everybody don't have the ability to lead. You know, you hear these people who try to make leadership something that everybody is capable of. And everybody's not capable of leadership. You got a lot of people who can't lead their damn self. Even the people that think they lead is that lead themselves, not, not really leading themselves. They're not. They're not. True leaders are few. For a reason. True leaders, real leaders that lead masses of people, groups of people, are few for a reason because those people carry a certain energy, a certain power, a certain synergy that God gathers people together. You see? And that energy is on a higher level. It's on an extended level. And you just have a lot of people who, instead of accepting that they don't have that power. They don't have the ability to gather people in number and, you know, continuously lead them and give them a direction to move in. A lot of people don't like the fact that, you know, when you got somebody who can do that, especially if they so-called, quote-unquote, black, because I told you a so-called black person has been designated to be nothing in this society. So-called black people, listen to the term, listen to the term black people man, black woman. You see, so-called black has been designated to be nothing, to go to nothing, to go nowhere, to go into darkness, into nothingness, and seek your light from white people. You see, people who, you know, because again, light represents what? 
light represents power, enlightenment, you know, um, vision. What does darkness represent? The end, death, nothing, nothingness, right? So when you have someone who has been classified as black that stands up and leads and is not being guided by white light, by the false light, that person is carrying a whole other energy, a whole other power. So what does the beast do? The ones who are in power, the ones who don't want to see that so-called black person come up as a leader, doesn't want to see that so-called black people person, a black person come up and capture the masses of people. What do they do? They label him a cult leader, and a cult is someone who is into the uh, uh, paranormal, the unknown. Because I told you, it's really not cult leader; it's really a cult leader. O c c u l t, a cult leader, like an occultist. That's really what that is. They know that this person's ability to lead people with a message that they don't understand, that they don't comprehend, that they can't wrap their head around, scares them. It scares them. Because for the most part, all the so-called black leaders, they already know the so-called lingo of the black people, of so-called black leadership. They already know the so-called lingo of black people. right? They know the black leadership. They know, for the most part, what black leaders are going to teach and then you know they already worked up a stereotypical uh black leader this stereotypical black leader either he going to be uh pushing for integration and you know and loving everybody and embracing everybody he's going to be pushing that some so-called uh you know we all all of one you know we are the world kumbaya interracial type of thing you know uh uh integration message Sponsored by the sponsored by the beast, of course. Always going to be pushing a religious angle of Jesus and the Lord and all that, like your like your pastors, preachers, and ministers, right? Sponsored by the beast, of course. But then there's that other leader, right? There's that other leader. No, well, no, no. Excuse me. There's a third leader. The third leader is the hate whitey leader. We hate he. You know, they, they stereotype these guys. They the hate whitey leader, right? Your Israelites, your Muslims, all can go into that category. The first, the second category, your preachers, reverends, and all of them, the religious people, go in that category. And the first one, that's your your civil rights, Uncle Tom, Negroes. They go into that 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 category. So you got three categories. But then there's a fourth category. Then there's a fourth category of leadership. A fourth category that is not based on the first three. It's not based on hate people. It's not based on love people. It's not based on being all-inclusive with everybody. It is not based on uh, um, the, you know, doctrine and the philosophy and the religious ideology of the beast. See, because he'll give these people these directions to go in, which basically takes them in circles to nowhere, keeps them three-dimensional bound. These are the three things that uh, your black leaders have come and offered. Your so-called black leaders have come and offered our people over the time. They've either offered them religion, right, integration, and, you know, or, you know, anger and hate. 
militants and violence, right? Your Black Panthers, all of them could go into that, right? All the civil rights people go into that. Your hate whitey people go into that. All the people go into those categories of leadership, you see? All of those people go into that. Keep that in mind. All those people go into those categories. All of the leaders you've had thus far go into the category. Even the spiritual leaders, they all go into the religious pot too, right? Because those directions of leadership take you to nowhere. They take you to nowhere because they are bad faith-based. They are belief-based. They are pie-in-the-sky-based. They are illogical, irrational-based, fantasy-based. Then there's the fourth leader. The fourth leader is a leader that you've never experienced. The fourth leader leads with power of the mind. The fourth leader leads with direction. He takes the people, his people, the chosen, in a direction, in a destination, to some place, a real place, a place of mental extension, a place where there's a next answer, a next path, a next direction. And this is not for the masses. Why is it not for the masses? Because the masses want the first three types of leaders. The masses of black people want the first three leaders. It's expected for them to be that type of leader, right? However, those type of leaders are really powerless. They're powerless. Why? Because they're vibrating on the third dimensional odd frequency of this limited dimension, which keeps them going in circles. You haven't noticed all of these black leaders that we've had presented to us have always ended up taking us back into the same rotation we've been at. We're still talking about we black people 50, 60, 70, 80 years up from now. We're still talking about we black people. Still talking about we African American. Still talking about the same things, voting and all this other nonsense that's not going to empower your people. Still talking about Jesus. Still talking about the things that our people have been talking about. And there's been nothing to empower us. Now, people say, yeah, you touched on that and you spoke on that. I spoke on it as a way to say goodbye to it. I speak on topics, certain topics, to finalize it in the minds of our people so that we may never revisit it again. That's why when you hear me speak about spirituality and Jesus and the Messiah and the book of Revelation and all that, I'm speaking on certain topics to give us a greater understanding of it so that we will never have to revisit that again. You have to put things to rest in the minds of the people in order to lead them forward. You have to close certain chapters, close certain doors, off in their minds so that we ain't got to look back. I've been on a mission to finalize everything that I've talked about so that I don't have to revisit it because we are moving forward. And that's only going to be a chosen few. It's only going to be an elect. And it's not going to be the same way it was before. The elect will not be gathered in the same way that our people were gathered before. This is the next dimension. And 
next people are being called into the line everywhere. Our people are being called. Few are being chosen, but our people are being called up right now. The elect are being gathered right now. And this message is going out throughout the world, making its its way throughout the world as it's supposed to. You see, leadership is a very powerful thing. And it is not to be played with. It is not to be played with. It is not to be treated as though it is a toy. It is a it is not to be treated like it's a game. I can point a lot of people out who have called themselves leaders and took on that role as leaders and they played with the role of a leader. They don't they didn't understand the power of leadership and what that means once you step up into that role as a leader. I said this before and I say this again. We have to stop throwing that term leader around like it's just fit for everybody to lead. Everybody's not fit to lead. That is a powerful, powerful, powerful what I want to say, a um role to take on. That is a very powerful role. And very few are chosen to do that. You're gonna see a lot of people tap out. A lot of people tap out before their so called mission is complete. Why is that? Because a true leader stands the test of time. A true leader stands the test of time and is judged by his work. There's power in the role of a leader. The beast knows that. That's why they don't like seeing our people being looked at as leaders. They don't want especially you so called black men. They don't want to see so called black men looked at as leaders. You see? Because they know what that denotes. See, because you so-called black men were not meant to lead in this system under the beast. You were not meant to be leaders. You were not meant to be leaders. Black people were not meant to lead anything. That was not the mindset of the people that called you black people in the first place. You were not meant to lead. So when one of you breaks through, maybe two of you breaks through to lead the people, that puts a lot of people on alert, even so-called black people. Because, again, a lot of you so-called black people got the crab in the barrel mentality. A lot of so-called black people got a crab in the barrel mentality. And crabs in the barrel always believe that it is their job to pull the other crabs down, keep the bottom, keep the bottom of the barrel full with other crabs, make sure they don't rise to the top or pull others up with them. You see, because a leader who can guide people and his ability to lead people, people who are willing to say, you know what, I'm going to get in line and I'm going to get in where I fit in. That's power within yourself. It's power within yourself to accept your role as a leader. And it's also powerful for you to accept your role as a follower. Because the power in being a follower is that you would put your ego to the side. You put your ego to the side and have trusted in leadership. A person who comes along, who you can look in the face, who is sincere, who is real, 
whose words and actions are real, who can lead you in the direction, and you play your position as a soldier. That is power within itself, because a lot of people think that ego or being driven by ego is some form of power. I'm my own God. I'm my own leader. We don't need no leaders. I'm my own God. That's weakness. That's weakness. That's not strength. That's weakness. People who are driven by their ego and their emotion, they can't get in line and be soldiers and follow the leader. That's weakness. What do they say? A good follower, before a person has to, before a man is a good leader, he has to be a good follower. You see? He has to be a good follower before he's a good leader. In the power of leadership, the direction and the reception that person receives what goes through him to give them the ability to lead that is a power that is given to a people once within a generation that is a power that is given from on high to a people once in a generation you see our, our people we didn't appreciate our leaders we didn't appreciate our real leaders we didn't appreciate them we didn't look at them as almond sins who were given to us by almond to guide us in a certain direction, raise us mentally. We didn't regard our leaders as almond sin, as something divine. I'm talking about our real leaders, not the fake ones. Not the fake ones who tapped out. The niggas who tapped out and went to Hollywood and, you know, started being flunkies. I ain't going to say no names, you know. But they claimed they was uh, pushing another covenant. But whatever. The real leaders. The real leaders who stood the test of time. The real leaders who stood up against the, you know, the um, slander, the backbiting, the jealous niggas, you know, and the hate of these demonic crackers. Yeah, I use that language. So what? But that's real. You see, for a leader to come through all of that, to come through these demonic-ass crackers, to come through these hateful-ass niggas, that's power. Power that's being driven on a whole nother level. And you and I, you watch that. And, I, and I've seen it especially in my comment section. I've seen it heavily in my comment sections. You see, when you see people who come in here and like I said, I read, you know, for the most part, all the comments in the section of the people that's, that do comment, you know. And I always say to myself, you know, people just show you mentally where they're at by the things they say. They expose themselves all the time. I said that this teaching of mental act, which represents the fourth leadership, the fourth door, the fourth dimension of a plateau in which our people have never went on to, which was a mental one one of logic, one of rationale, one of extended thinking. That is a plateau and a door that we must walk through as the elect because if we do not walk through that door, we're going to continue rotating into that leadership, that old leadership toward nowhere. You see, we're going to keep rotating into that old leadership to nowhere. We have to realize Leaders are sent to lead the people in a certain direction, toward a certain level, to guide the people. 
and that is those who are sent directly from the Most High, from Amun. Amun sends leaders. Amun sends guides. I said leaders are born. They're not made. Leaders are born, and they are sent by Amun, by the Lord. And they are given the task of reinstilling law and order in the minds of the people while guiding them forward because there is no guidance, or I should say there can be no movement, excuse me, there can be no movement without guidance. There can be no movement without law and order in place for communities and for generations, regenerations to come. All right? One of the signs of a real leader, a real leader does not look to lead the world. A real leader does not look to lead the masses. A real leader does not look to increase huge numbers or grab up huge numbers of people. That's not what a real leader does. A real leader looks to attract those who are looking to be attracted. I'm going to say that again. A real leader looks to attract those who are looking to be attracted to something greater. Because we are all being pulled in the direction towards something. Some of us are going to be pulled onto a higher level. Some of us are going to be pulled onto a lower level. You see? Some are going to be pulled onto a higher level. Some are going to be pulled onto a lower level. There is no middle ground. There's only the higher and there's the lower. Most of so our, so our so-called people have opted to be pulled onto a lower and a lesser level here in the society. Because as I said, with crabs in a barrel, with roaches in the corner, they want to keep everybody that looks like them down. And that goes for the one who is bringing leadership, bringing direction to the people. See, this has to be the separation right here. You see, because intelligent people will always look for leadership. Intelligent people will always look for leadership. You see, it's not wrong to look for leadership. It's not wrong to look for a leader to follow. Not wrong at all. Wherever, when you hear the astronauts and all of them go, you know, when they say they're going on their little space exploration, their space expeditions, what do they say? We're going somewhere that we're looking for intelligent life. They say we're looking for intelligent life, right? So if they're looking for intelligent life, that means they're looking for leadership. They're looking for who's the leader, who is the intelligent life, who's directing this thing. Because there's always a director. There's always a director that is directing something. And when there is no direction, someone is going to bring direction. You see, this is the reason why our people have not evolved out of being black people. This is the main reason. Because you had a lot of people, a lot of people who were not meant to, who were not really meant to be leaders, that led our people to nowhere, that kept them going in a circle of nothingness, keeping them in a state of blackness, keeping them in a state of darkness. You had a lot of people leading our people in circles to nowhere, keeping them in a state of blackness, keeping them in alignment with the beast. And the rest of these humans, when we should have been non-ascended, 
beyond these people. You see, we always have to keep in mind that there is a huge, huge, huge component of people that look like us, us who want to ascend. A lot of people that look like us but are not us. We are separated by those who want to ascend through leadership, through power, and those who will descend through their own individual purpose, so-called purpose, I should say, their own individual wants and desires. I'm not even going to call it the purpose because individuals have no real purpose. Individuals have no real purpose. Individuals are nothing but pawns and an ongoing game that the beast plays. That's why the beast always wants our people to have no leader. That's why the beast always demonizes a leader that comes up amongst us. They always going to be called a cult leader no matter what you're teaching. If you ain't teaching white Jesus, remember I said the three the three types of leaders? If you ain't teaching white Jesus, spirituality, love everybody, you know, Jesus is white, love everybody, you know, we all, everybody, everybody can go to heaven, you know, spirituality. If you're not teaching that, then you are considered persona non grata. You are a cultist. To be trusted, you must be watched. Right? Now, what, why, now what is, why do people want to watch that type of person? Why? They can't be ashamed. they can't be afraid that these people are going to cause a revolution, a revolt, and physically harm people. No, no, they're not worried about that. You see, the beast got all kinds of weapons and things like that to put down physical revolts. They got all kinds. They made sure they created all of these weapons to put down physical revolts. That's why you haven't seen any physical revolts in this country. No, but they can't stop a mental evolt. They can't stop a mental evolt. Meaning in mental evolution. That they can't stop. See, that is what changes things. A mental evolution alters things. Really alters things. Revolutions don't alter a damn thing. People grabbing grabbing guns killing people, storming the White House and all that, you got to see what that looked like. You got to see these Caucasians play out this whole game of them storming the White House and all that BS ritual you saw. People actually believe that to be true. People actually believe that to be true. Right? And then you saw the so-called black man that who they had up there who shot the white woman and killed her trying to stop the little ritual from taking place, a stage ritual. You see, that was more or less to show that America, which you see today, is in good standing when it comes to their security. That was staged. So what they're showing you is they still have their strength or they want to appear so. But the real power is in the evolt. You see, the evolution, the inner vault, the inner charge, the mental charge, you see. The revolution produces nothing but circular activity. Right? 
because it always goes the same. If you haven't figured this out, this society runs on a a revolt or revolution. This society runs on a revolt. And when I say it runs on a revolt, you're always going to have people who are going to be dissatisfied, angry, who are going to revolt. And in their revulsion of something, their dislike for something out of emotion, they will always revolve back into that system in which they hate. They will always try to, you know, how you say, rage against the machine. But then after a while, they become a part of the machine. They become a part of it. Because really there's no escaping the machine if you are trying to revolt. See, only those who are going to ascend the machine, those are the people who will carry the real power. Those who can do greater tomorrow. Those who are going to do greater tomorrow. Those whose minds are going to change. When I say do greater, I don't just mean economically. You see, I don't just mean physically. I mean mentally, the people who have changed mentally, the people who have come together, the people who work together. That's where the power starts. The power don't start with you looking to no political leaders. The power don't start when you look into religious leaders. The power don't start when you look into spiritual leaders. No. The real power starts when you have something that you've never had before, the type of leader that you've never had before, that you've never seen before. A mental leader. That's me. That's Nubin Minkares. I'm the first mental leader. The first intellectual leader that we've ever had. I am the first of its kind. The first. You tell me who else. Who else is leading the evolution of intelligence with our people? Because that's the ultimate. That is the ultimate. Ultimate thing that will break the circle of confusion, of belief, of fantasy and falsehood that our people have been following, that's the only thing that's going to break this circle. Logic, rationale, intelligence, that's it. We've never had an intellectual leader. We've never had a mental leader. You tell me when. You tell me who. Much as I love the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Dr. Malachi Z. York, they were not intellectual leaders. They were not. They were spiritual leaders. They were religious leaders. And that's no knocking them because that's the time they came in. Not knocking them, but they put us on the path toward that. They made inroads to it, but it was not them to lead our people mentally, intellectually. It was not for them to do that. They came at a time as leaders, and they were powerful in their time for the time that they were in. So they stood strong. Now we have an intellectual leader, a mental leader, a leader of the minds of the people. You see, because when you step up as a leader in the minds of the people, when you raise the intelligence level of the people, when you have the ability to raise the intelligence level, because from all all the work you've seen me put out, none of my work was based on belief. All of my work was doing logic and rational thinking. 
even the accounts that I went over and explained was based in logic and rational. I gave you logical and rational explanations to every account, whether it be the Sumerians, whether it be the Mesoamerican, whether it be the Egyptians, wherever I was speaking on. I gave a logical and rational account. And if I've, if I've ever said anything that hasn't made sense, I want people to call in. I always encourage people to call in and tell me, have I ever said anything that didn't make no sense? And for you people in the comments section on my videos who come in there just to be disagreeable, because you know you got niggas who disagree just to be disagreeable. They don't really, they really, they claiming they want to buck up against the machine that's being built. Because, again, this is another machine that's being built. This machine is being built on logic and rational thinking. This machine is being built for the mentalists, you see, because the mentalist is just the forefront. The mentalist is just the forefront because we put our minds first, but behind the mind is something else that is coming. And that is going to solidify us in the fourth dimension because the only way to extend into the fourth dimension is by the utilization of the mind, the reception of this transmission that is making its way into this atmosphere and that is altering this atmosphere by first altering us, altering the elect. That's what the elect is about. The elect are those who have chosen to receive higher intelligence. They receive higher intelligence and they're passing their higher intelligence off on their children and throughout the world. They're going to alter this world. You see, that's what a leader a real leader is charged with doing. That's what a real leader is charged with doing. You see? Yeah, humans, they had that sort of alteration already. Yeah, humans. In this country, they had George Washington and the so-called founding fathers that basically changed the life of these Caucasians that are here in America by making them, by, by solidifying them as white people in this new land giving them a whole new reality to live, even though it's based in the surreal foundation, even though it was based in a lot of lies and deception, but they were given a new reality. This time, the next reality is going to be based in pure, logical, and rational facts and the extension of those who can receive it and grow with it. This is what we're being led to. Through intelligence, through sheer intelligence, through pure intelligence, pure logic and pure rationale. No beliefs, no spiritual talk, no abstract nothing, none of that. That has to be done away with. You see, that has to be done away with. No more spirituality. No more abstract thinking. No more fantasy. No more emotion. All that has to die in order for our people to live, to really live, to really experience Amen and us as the Amen, as the body of the Lord, meaning the physical body, the mental body of the Lord, raising into another dimension, raising into another level of comprehension. That's the alteration we've been waiting on. That's the leadership we've been waiting on, and we have it today. We have that today. You have that leader in me. 
This is what I came to guide my people to. And, again, it's not for the consumption of everybody. Like I said, I put the videos out for the elect. I don't care about the people in the comment section like that. I mean, I might go back and forth here and there. I've done that, you see. But, and I used to get upset about certain things. I'm like, damn, they can't even hear what I'm trying to say, and they criticize. But you know what? They're supposed to do that. The only thing I get kind of, you know, disappointed in is that they really just come there to sway the people who are just listening, just on, just listening to it from a logical and rational level. They try to bring confusion to the people who are listening for the logic and rationale because we're always going to get those old stragglers that were left behind, that we are leaving behind. We're always going to get the spiritual people that's going to want to attach themselves, the religious people that's going to want to attach themselves, the uh, crab in the barrels, you know, the, the we love everybody people or, you know, the I love sign. We're going to always get those people who are the remnants who are going to try and hang on. They're going to say, oh, it's crazy and whatnot because they're operating on the mindset of the beast. They're operating from the mindset of the so-called white man. They're operating on the mind of the caveman, the beast. He is their leader. He is their god. He is who they receive their low vibrational frequency from that they are grateful to receive. They're not our people. They're not our people. And I've been drawing the line in the sand through my leadership, through my guidance to my people, to the elect. See, I can stand up in this day and be real with my people. I don't have to be fake. I've used real language, some of it rough. I've used straight talk. And that's all. That's all. Because that's all I needed when my talk was based in reality and logical and rational thinking. That's all. You see, that's how you raise people up to maturity level. You see, all of the things that our people were dealing with that we came away from in the last millennium, the religious stuff, the spiritual stuff, right, the the post-racial crap, right, all this, uh, you know, humanist nonsense, all this stuff the beast tried to fall, this black nonsense, all this cultural garbage, all of that stuff, that was for the minds of children yesterday. But God damn it, we got to be adults for tomorrow. We have to mature for tomorrow. Our minds have to grow, and we have to be led into a state of maturity. Black people are immature mentally. Let's just keep it real. Black people are immature mentally, immature leaders, leaders who were short-sighted, leaders who didn't have a real direction to take their people in, a logical one. You see? The goal was not to give our people a whole bunch of money, give them a bunch of political things and political power, representation, all that nonsense. I hear for them, I hear these guys, you know, and again, I just got to say it. When I hear a lot of these guys out here, you know, and I'm listening to these guys, when I hear these guys like to your Tariq Nasheeds and your, and your, and your black authorities, and not, not to take shots at these guys because I'm listening to their shows, the the answer to all of they all of they stuff is yeah we got to fight white supremacy and uh, with with voting and and getting people in office and doing this that and the third and I'm like I thought white supremacy controlled politics 
So how are you going to fight white supremacy with white supremacy and, you know, uh, call these people out in the media and all this other stuff? This is your idea of our people evolving and growing mentally? That this is real to you? This is real to you. Voting is going to change our condition. Voting is going to change our condition. Voting, right, and making more money, right, voting, more representation, voting, reparations, all that's going to get our money. This is the mindset of the leadership. This is the intelligent leadership that you're getting. These are the people because when you teach people, when you get up here and you can influence people, you standing up as a leader. So when these guys come and do radio broadcasts and stuff like that, they're really trying to be leaders to the people even though they're saying they're not. They are. You see, how the hell voting, how the hell is voting and making money within a vacuum of this system, of, as you say, the system of the white supremacy, which I call white degeneracy. How is white, how is voting within white degeneracy? How is making money within white degeneracy? How is any of that going to help our people in the long run? See, I think about tomorrow. I don't think about today. You see, when people give answers like that, they're really showing you they got, they're, they're thinking about today. They're not thinking about tomorrow. You see, they're thinking about today. They're looking at the condition today. See, real leaders don't look at the condition of today. They think about tomorrow because today is not what you can control, but tomorrow is. And you control tomorrow by adjusting yourself to tomorrow. A real leader adjusts his people for tomorrow. That's what a leader does. He adjusts the minds of his people for tomorrow. And that's all I've ever done. That's all I've ever done. I've adjusted my people's way of thinking for tomorrow. These niggas thinking about today, man. Never trust people who say things like this. This represents the same circle that we've been going in. Have they, was, wasn't these Negroes saying this 50 years ago, 60 years ago? Well, if we make more money, if we vote, if we get some representation, if we get some black politicians, if we make some more money and, you know, stack our paper and we get the money and then we start buying up stuff and this, then, the third. But then these niggas will turn around. and ain't they, Didn't they do that in Black Wall Street? Didn't they stack their paper and get their money and all that? Wasn't that the answer then? 70, 80 years ago? Wasn't that the answer then? Didn't they do that? Right or wrong? Wasn't that the answer? Wasn't that they, then they said it was the answer um, about 70, 80 years ago? We got to vote more. We got to get some more votes. We got to ask God. We got to wait on Jesus. Right? We got to wait on Jesus. We got to vote some more. We got to make some more money. Ain't that what all the leaders said? Don't this seem like, like a vicious circle to nowhere? Has, has, is this not a vicious circle to nowhere? So then they say, well, Nubin, what do you offer? I offer intelligent thought, logical and rational thinking, and the evolution of what it is that we came here to be. You see, in order for us to evolve and grow, we have to get rid of all of the things that we picked up along the way to strip the filth off of us. We have to strip the black away. We have to strip the low-level, two-dimensional thinking away. The black thinking, the black mind has to go. Blackness has to go. 
see. Blackness is the filth that clogs us mentally. Blackness, like the black gook that's down your sink, is what's been clogging us up mentally. You see? Because if we were truly clear mentally, bright mentally, if we were enlightened mentally, we wouldn't need those things. We wouldn't need those things. None of those things are the answer. What we can see, what we can project of ourselves, carry ourselves collectively moving forward, how we think and the things we're not afraid to say boldly and stand on, and the things we stand away from, get away from, that's what's going to alter everything. Who we are and who we are becoming as mentalists as those who are of the seed of Amun, who have accepted that we are separate from the humans and their mentality, who have accepted that we are the people of tomorrow, the future, and that we are living for of and by our, our, our people, our own, mind, body, and soul as one. That is the game changer, as they say. That is the alteration right there. That's all that's needed. All that's needed is the acceptance of who we are, what we're here for, and that we will take a bond in blood, in sweat, in tears, in mind, in body, and soul to stay together as one mind, one body, and one soul after the image and after the order of Amen. And we do not do what these people do. You know why black people are in the condition they're in all over the world? Because they want to do what these people do. They want to follow what these people follow, and that's always been black leadership. They've always followed what these people have followed on some level, and that's not for us to do. You ain't supposed to follow their Jesus. You ain't supposed to follow their spiritual talk. You ain't supposed to follow their science talk. You ain't supposed to follow nothing they talk about. You ain't supposed to mix your seed with them. Everything that has happened to our people at the hands of our people or at the hands of these people because we followed these people. We wanted to be like them. We wanted to think like them. We wanted to believe we were like them. And look at where it's gotten us. Look at where it got us. So now, now, it's time to sever those connections, sever those ties. Clean the body. And you will watch the body function in a brave next world that we are bringing into alignment that we are coming into alignment with we're being washed literally in the blood of the lamb what does that really mean that analogy being washed in the blood of the lamb we're being washed in the blood of the black race we're being baptized and cleansed in the blood of the black race by seeing all of our so-called black family and ancestors, all the people that came after before us, while seeing their missions fail and seeing them go down and seeing everything that fell down and whatnot, that we're seeing their blood being spilt, seeing all the stuff that happened to them, that was us being baptized, in a sense. Meaning that seeing them fall down, seeing them stand on those platforms and things like that, we thinking, yeah, what they doing, we gotta, yeah, we looking at them, then they fell to fall. So that we knew not to head in that direction that they were heading in, that we have to take another route. You see, when you see people fall, when you see people have their time come to an end, when you see people rise and fall, that's for us 
that is a sacrifice for us to see that so that we say, okay, we can't go in that direction. We can't follow leaders who are talking like that no more. We can't follow people who are still telling us we got to go chase money. We got to go chase political power. We got to go and, and get up in white people's faces and let them know that we, we, we see white supremacy and this, that, and the third. Come on, man. That's a waste of talk. That's a waste of energy. That circular conversation that got us going nowhere. No. I'm not with the loud revolution. I'm with the silent evolution, the mental evolution. Because what's known, what is known, what is known and you know innately, what is prophecy to really be said. Now, even in what I'm saying, and I'm not being abstract at all. I'm being very clear. I'm going to make it even clearer. It is not until we wipe the filth off of us that we're going to be able to see clearly and that we're going to be able to ascend. We got too much goddamn dirt on us, too much blackness on us. Too much blackness. It's not until we wipe off that black filth of being African-Americans, of being Negroes, of being niggers, until we wipe that black filth off that got that we got got on us from the so-called white man and that a lot of us want to get in the dirt and play with him, until we wipe that filth off of ourselves, work that filth off out of our minds, that is the only way that we're going to start to alter and change or extend, I should say, our, tra- our transmission and our condition. The transmission has come to us as the bright race, as the almond race, to evolve, to grow beyond this. You see, people can't think to themselves, damn, so are you saying we got the power to change our condition? Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We've always been the problem. We have always been our own problem. And we're the only ones that can change our problem. We're the only ones that can, you know, fix our problem. Let me say it loud. I don't like to use the word change. I got to be careful with my words. I don't like to use the word change because change means to change from one thing to change back. We're the only ones that can fix our problem. And there's only one leader that can fix this problem. But, see, we must first realize that a lot of people don't want the problem fixed. They don't want the problem fixed. You got a lot of people that don't think it is a problem. You got a lot of people that don't want the problem fixed, and those are the people we have to steer clear of. Those are the people that show up in the comment section, and they're not saying to themselves, damn, I see that these people coming together, our people coming together, and they're talking about raising the mind, intelligent change in our way of thinking so that we can change our way and do this and the third. So we don't see that happening. With our, we don't truly see that happening. So you know what? We should get with this. We should ride with this brother and what they doing because I'm a part of it. But, see, you'll see people that will disagree. I got my own thoughts. My own. Leave those people to the wayside. Let them fall to the wayside. And I told them I don't even want these people listening to me. I don't know why they listen to me. This is for the community. This is for the coven. This is for the covenant. This message is for the covenant. This message goes out to the covenant. Unfortunately, we have to push it through the minds of these people out here that are not meant to receive it. But. But as it always, as I say, this message has to be heard by everyone, and it will be heard by everyone before the end and the new extension and the growth into the next world. It will be heard by everyone. It will be felt by everyone before the end. 
in the next beginning. And that's where we're at right now. This is where we're being led. I want you to think on that. And uh, I'll take a little break. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Anybody hear me? Can everybody hear me? All right. Take a call. All right. Six four seven, you're in there. Hey, um, I just wanted to ask, because uh, you talk about leaving people behind. I know that there's obviously going to be... Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you good. Okay. All right. Um, like, there's going to be, of course, some people who don't end up being part of the Republic. Um, but there's a lot of bronze people who aren't mentally black either. So I'm wondering what's supposed to happen to them? Well, the people who can't receive this transmission based on the raising of our intelligence, because, again, we're setting the mark for the new standard of thought or the next standard of thought, I should say. We're setting the mark for the next standard of thought that is beyond the so-called black race. In other words, if they are not meeting that mark, then they're going to be recycled into the three-dimension with the gray race. All of those black people and those brown, bronze people who, you know, they got consciousness, they're going to go into the gray race. Everyone who cannot ascend into this race of Amun, who are part of the extension, are going to go into the gray race. They're going to be mixed in with the gray race. There's going to be no more black people in the future, and there's going to be no more white people. There's only going to be the grays, and then there's going to be those who are of almond, which is the bright race of the copper color, the bronze race. That covenant is going to be amongst us as the republic and this community as we're going forward. So there's going to be exactly 144,000 almond people in the future? There's going to be the 144,000 is just a start number, but it's more like 144,000 plus, but that's just a start. That's just the beginning. Like I said, this is an evolution that's taking place where most of these people who are not on this frequency or tone of vibration, they really want to be with the beast anyway. I don't care what they're saying. They can claim, oh, you know, even though, you know, uh, I'm not really what, what they're talking about with this, that, and the third. But if they're not here, that means they're with them, and they're going to be with them. They're going to be with them in the end. They're going to eventually, through their bloodline, through their seed, they're going to mesh in with these people, the ones who are not of armor, and that seed is going to be within the beginning of the next human race. They're going to be the restart of the human race along with those leftover Caucasian people, those leftover Asians and all of them, all of that is going to be consumed and consolidated into the gray race or the new human race. All them black conscious people, all them black black conscious, black uh, Israelites, Christians, Muslims, they all going to be brought into one race as the grays. Right. Okay. All right. So that has to do with mental extension, mental extension right now. That that's uh, that's the connection into the future, basically. That's it. Yeah. And everybody who's not of this, because again, we're the only ones setting a new plateau. We're the only ones setting a new line or making a new mark in the sand. And no, we're setting a mark where nobody's going to follow us. Nobody's going to follow us with this when we're going. So in that. You know, either you're moving in this vibration, on this tone, and this frequency, in alignment with this, being led by this, or you're going to go with the gray race. 
It's only gonna be it's only gonna be those choices. That's there's no gonna be no in between. Because the whole black thing is played out. All this black all this stuff black mm-hmm. people have been doing, all is played out. All this black this and black consciousness and black Israelite, black Christian, all this black stuff is played out. All this stuff black people have been following black spirit spirituality, all is played out. You know, had it, it done had its it's on had its ro- rotation, done been there. So what is the next plateau for our people? The next plateau for the elect of our people is the mind and entering another space and time, which represents the fourth dimension. And again, those people, everybody's not going. That's just what it is. Okay. Um, All right. I just have a little more question for me. Um, All right. How does you, um connect and communicate with honor. We are we already doing it as a community right now through a, as a covenant. Like I said, the people who can't study their mind, the people who have these problems mentally and whatnot, they're gonna be disconnected from Amen. There's no there's no individual connection with Amen. Again, those people who are emotionally and mentally disturbed of our people, the so-called black race and all that, they're going to go into the gray race because there's going to be no mentally or emotionally disturbed people amongst the seed of Amun. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Take another call. 470. Hello. Hello, Newman. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, yeah, so I had the two questions I asked them. Um, basically, my first question was, so in terms of like the 144,000 in, in our evolution, in their evolution, are they to be evolving into the quote-unquote angels, or is it like a, we're a totally different sect in terms of like progression? Well, the thing, angel... Angel was just a religious um angel was just a religious um um description of a next of a next level people or an extended people. That's all that means. I said before, angel really if you look at it, it is reminiscent of the word angle. And those who have ascended and moved to the next angle, meaning the fourth dimension, because there's three angles or it's uh, you know, three sides that we currently are, you know, existing in. Now we're moving and living and growing into the fourth side, which is another angle. So those who have ascended unto the fourth angle or the, you know, the fourth dimension, those are the angles or the angels, those who have ascended onto that higher level. Okay, gotcha. Um, and my second question, um, I remember listening to your uh, broadcast about the revelations and you going through that uh, those books. Um, I also happened across uh, the book of Enoch, and it was basically pretty much like Revelations, but um, it was also explaining like the, the seven heavens, the, the Nephilim, and every, basically everything in a little bit more detail than just a statement. It was more of like explaining everything in detail. Have you ever heard of it? Or I heard the book thoughts? of Eli. I, I heard the book of Eli, but see, the thing is, you know, when they, like, I'm going to give you an example. When they made the movie, The Book of Eli, with Denzel Washington, and the beast was showing you in that movie that in these last days where the society's coming down and things are in, you know, you know turmoil, they showed you the one who ascended out of it was a so-called black man, a bronze man who, you know, 
was the one, the key to restarting, you know, civilization going forward. He represented the next plateau, and they had him in the end dressed in white, like an angel, you see. So they know that the so-called black man, the bronze man, or the almond, he's the one that's going to restart everything. That's what the, That was the symbolism of Denzel Washington's character in the Book of Eli. So just like in the... Um, book of um uh, the book of enoch or you know saying in that you said the book of enoch again when they using names like nephilim and things like that she's only titled for actually events that's occurring of a people who are rising up out of the ashes of one people who have fallen down people who have been destroyed people who have been you know uh basically you know uh you know, come they hold that see that bloodline come to an end. Now it's ascending into something else. Cause that's all the Bible and all that is about. And those books is about the, uh, the the generation and regeneration of a people. You follow? Got you. Good. Um, and one last question, just real quick. In terms of like for those who are within the Mesoamerican community, I know it's not really a that thing, but for people who are like serious about moving up within the ranks and actually becoming part of the mental, like what are you looking for in our profiles? I know you don't talk to each and every person face to face, but like on Facebook and stuff like what are you looking for in terms of that? Looking for people who are um, going to be patient, dedicated, and unemotional and unwavering and following the directions of this community and where we're going. Soldiers, people who are, you know, because you get people, I'm going to tell you, we get people that come here into this community, and this is why we stop people from coming directly into the Republican mental health. Because you get people that come in here and they're not taking it seriously and they start, you know, showing that they don't really want to be here over time. And like I said, that is the mind of someone who is immature and who really wants to embrace the world of the beast. So, they bring that in here, and then it becomes like a living hell to them because they they start to forget and they start to question why they're here. They forget why they came here, and then they eventually fade out of here. And you know they done been around, and we don't want that energy and vibration in our community. We, want, we don't want people coming in here and then just using this as a revolving door out of here. Your whole point is, if you come here, you're supposed to be here, live here, stay here, and grow here. So you know. The Mesoamerican community is where that make it or break it comes comes in at. You know, you got to go through that, and we have to see that you're serious before we move you up into the Republican intellect. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, um, speaking for myself personally, I'm not a very outspoken person, especially with um, social media and stuff like that. So, I mean... It's not about the loudest person in the room. It's about who's the most patient and who's the most steadfast within the community is what I'm getting from what you said, correct? Exactly. Because we got, like I said, exactly. everybody ain't outspoken and everybody ain't lying. It's usually the ones who are the most outspoken and got so much to say. They're usually the ones that say the black. Those are the ones who, you know, start, you know, because they're trying to convince, you know, they're trying to convince others and themselves that they really are about this. We don't need all, we don't need a whole bunch of loud people. We just need people who are dependable, steadfast, and who are going to follow the law and the order that's being set forward in this community, in this covenant. Okay, appreciate the question. Thank you. All right. Answering my All question. All right. Menzai. Menzai. All right. All right. We're going to take another break. One more break, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> 
we are back. So we have to keep in mind that, you know, leadership is not to be taken lightly. Leadership is not to be taken lightly, and everybody should not be allowed to call themselves leaders. They shouldn't be. All this nonsense about I'm my own leader, I'm my own God. All, all people think like that. All people think, black people especially. Black people are the only ones that promote individuality. I remember this guy, like I said, these guys promote all this individuality, especially rappers. I remember Nas talking about, I remember he's doing this, uh, uh, he said in his his uh, record, I remember Nas talking about uh, uh, um, a black zombie in the record, black zombie. He said, white people don't need no leaders, black people need leaders and whatnot. This is what he said. But Nas, you follow the Illuminati, you follow the elites. You get your money from them people. You follow what they tell you to get your money. You you and Jay-Z, y'all guys follow the, the white man. You follow the beast. You do what they tell you to do. You take orders from somebody. So don't tell me. Uh, you, you niggas always talk about y'all don't follow nobody, but you guys follow the Caucasians. You 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 so-called um you so-called blacks who claim that you don't need no leader. You go to a, you go to a job every day. A lot of you, you take orders from the white man. So don't tell me you don't follow nobody. You not you not taking nobody's leadership. It's only a problem when so-called black people want to step up in leadership. That's when it's a problem. I told you that. Black people don't have no problem following nobody, listening to nobody. They have no problem. You see, they don't have that. They they don't have no problem. Uh, they don't have no problem following white people. They don't have no problem following Caucasians because again, they want the bag. They want all of the old world trappings of the all the old world trappings that that where they believe they're going to be free from. Oh, if I get some more money, if I get some political representation, all the stuff that they, you know, black people believed 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 70 years ago. So now we're in 2021 and they still believe the same thing. And look at what these people got to do to get their money. Look at what they got to do to maintain their way of living. They got to follow the so-called white man. But yet they tell you, people like Nas and them will tell you, oh, we don't need no, he said that in his record, we don't need no leaders. White people ain't got nobody leading them. Oh, really, Nas? Yes, they do. White people follow leaders. They ain't, they ain't trying, they not stupid enough to say, oh, I'm my own leader. Only niggas talk like that. Only niggas talk like that. See, this is why white people are stronger than black people, and they're num and they not they not even a real they're not even a real majority. They appear to be a majority because they follow leadership. That's why. That's why they appear to be a majority because they stick on they stay on code and they follow leadership. You see, they will Voltron together and they'll look for leadership all the time. You so-called black people, y'all don't do that. Y'all got the y'all y'all got the y'all got the minds of the Nas. But then you go to work every day for your white boss, or you go to the record company and you do what the Caucasians telling you what to do, or you in those backdoor rituals doing what they telling you to do. So don't sit up here and tell me, oh y'all don't follow nobody. You do follow. You follow the white man. See, they 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 their their aversion to leadership is only when it comes to following other so-called black people. That's their aversion toward leadership because again, the white man plants in your mind that you 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 niggas can't lead. You ain't no nigga gonna lead you. I'm the only one that can lead you. Follow me. I'm gonna show you how to get money. I'm gonna show you how to get political. I'm gonna take care of you, Negroes. And you know what? 
Y'all follow that. Don't be fooled by a lot of these people that talk all that spiritual talk and all that and all this and we spirit. They follow the white man. They follow him. They follow the beast. They do. I don't care what they say. They always can trace the answers and everything back to the beast. Always. So keep that in mind as we are going forward. Keep that in mind. You see? Yeah. Keep that in mind. They will always follow him because their mindset is that they can only receive salvation or the future will come to them in a better way. By the see, You see, let me explain something to you. You know why that all works for the so-called white man? Money, politics, and things like that works for white people. You know why it works for white people and other races? Because they do that together. This is a three-dimensional thing, and and for them in the three-dimension, this is it. They do that together. See, politics, money coming together under that, and they do come together under that. That's why they got political parties like Democrats and Republicans. They do follow a leader. For when Nas and Tuck that Nas, but really white people don't need nobody telling them that they all follow somebody. You too. But it works for them. Because this is their realm, this is their place, their three dimension is their world. The odd frequency is their world. We have to get to the even tone, the even frequency. And the even frequency is the frequency of supremacy, which is the fourth dimension. We have to really stand on our square for real. Standing on our square for real will give us a real foundation into logic and rational thinking. Standing on the square is really all about. This is beyond some Masonic thing, man. This is beyond Masonry. This is reality. Standing on the square to the minds of the elect and the realness of the elect, standing on the square is nothing but a symbolic metaphor for the fourth dimension. Standing in pure logic and rational thinking, and we need leadership that's going to take us there. We don't need nobody giving us any more spiritualized fantasy. We don't need nobody giving us any more watered-down spiritualized fantasy. No more get money, get go vote, go do all this other stuff, go go to ancestors. We don't heard all that already. We heard it all before. We done. If those of you who keep wanting to hear that talk, want to hear that talk, then keep talking that talk. Keep talking that talk. You see. It don't bother me that people say I'm false. Remember, I, I did a broadcast asking, am I a false leader or not? Am I a false prophet? I did a, I did a broadcast. I know my. You see, it don't matter to me. You know, it used to bother me. I'm like, I ain't going to front. It used to bother me when three-dimensional people would say stuff to me, these two-dimensional people, but it don't even matter no more. It don't even matter no more. They can call me all the fakes and phonies and frauds and, and cult leaders they want to. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. I've gotten to this point in my 51 years on this earth. I don't give a shit what nobody thinks. I don't. You know, they're going to think what they want to think no matter what you do. Here it is, a, a divine man like the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that did nothing but sacrifice for his people, getting put in jail for teaching the truth. Niggas still got some negative to say about him. You got niggas that still got something negative to say about them, so they were born in that state of negativity. They were born that way, and they're going to die that way. Keep that in mind. So when you see these niggas with these negative comments in our section talking crap and all this other stuff, when you see that, that's what they're born to do. They're born to hate. 
They born to hate and stay in the two-dimensional realm. Yet these people are not doing nothing for our people. They're going to tell you the same thing. Well, see, you know, we need to get some money. Well, see, we need to get some political status. Well, see, we need to get spiritual. Well, see, we need to read the Bible some more and break the, and be Israelites and, and read and get and get into our feelings and talk about our heart being our minds and our mind being our heart and all that nonsense. All that childish, fantasized BS. We don't need that no more. We evolved beyond that. And that's the same people who will come at me and call me a cult leader, say I'm conning the people, I'm taking their money, I'm, a, I'm this, I'm that. They use the same talking points as the white man because they don't want to let white the white man go. They don't want to let whitey go. These niggas don't want to let whitey go. That's why they won't come with me because they don't want to let the hand, they don't want to let whitey hand go. That's really why they won't come with Nubin Menkares or accept a bronze man, a, a so-called black man, as a leader because they don't want to let whitey hand go. That's really what that is. And they ain't got nothing to do with nothing else, and you will never in their mind be a leader. You see, they don't want to let whitey hand go. And that's fine. He's their father. He's they they that's they sur he they surrogate children. Remember I said the other night they homeborn slaves. Israel is homeborn slaves. They are. Israel is homeborn slaves. You see, even the people like I said that was claiming to walk with our people in this day and time, like I said, look how they turn on our people. Look how they turn. So that is to be expected in this day and time. They're going to do exactly what they expected to do, as it was prophesied that they would do. This is why Amun is going to destroy those people who are not of the elect. And when I say destroy them, destroy or destruction is really just another way of saying conversion. Destroy doesn't mean to wipe out totally out of, out of, out of sight. No. Destroy means to convert. When you break, When you destroy a building... Are you wiping all the bricks and all the rubble away? No, you're breaking the building down. You're converting it into rubble. You're breaking it down into rubble. It was standing up as a building before. When you knock it down, when you when you destroy the building, when you destruct the building, right? When you bring the building down, you do that, and you are converting it into rubble. So you're going to see these people who once believed these things who follow these things, who believe, oh, we needed some more money, oh, I'm my own God, the black woman is God, the black man is God. You're going to see all that spirituality, all that philosophy, all that religious talk, all that we Israelites and God is coming in a spaceship talk, all that shit. All that shit is going out there, and all that shit is about to be sent to the wayside. And I call it just what it is, shit. You see? That's all it is. And I'm not even trying to be funny. I, it, it's all going to go to the wayside because we evolve and we growing. We growing up, man. Mentally, we had to grow up, man. You see, all that represented immaturity. All that represented immaturity, man. And you're going to look back at a lot of this stuff as we evolve and growing. Even our children are going to look back at the stuff our people was following back in the past. And they're going to be like, damn, really? I really thought that way. They really believed that. They really thought that way. Because it's going to seem childish to them. Because it seems childish to us now. 
You know, you know how children they they you know you you, you you send children into a maze and they just walking around in a maze and you know they can't find their way out of a room. You just let a bunch of children go around in a maze and they keep going around in the maze and whatnot. And only one of the children are gonna find their way out the damn room, maybe two. The rest of them are gonna keep going around the maze. That's black people for you. That's black people for you. The ones who don't believe that we need leadership. And the two that find their way out the room, the three, that's because usually they don't got with that one person who is smart enough to be, hey, let's take this route. Let's take this way. They got with that one person who said it was smart enough to logically say, hey, let's go this way. Let's go that way. They say, okay, you know, I'm going to go with this person because I'm going to get this is my way out the room. That, That represents the elect. That's a perfect analogy for the elect. The smart ones, the intelligent ones, I should say, the intelligent ones who are going to find their way outside, find their way out of the room. Because again, that room, that three-dimensional room, represents the the room or the realm of insanity, where you just keep going in circles, doing the same thing over and over and over again, saying the same shit over and over and over again, thinking you're going to get changes or things are going to be different. You're going to get different results. You're not. You're going to keep getting the same result. You see. You're going to keep getting the same result. Telling our people that economics and getting money going to save us. Telling our people that Jesus is going to save us. Telling our people that uh, uh, politics is going to save us. Telling our people that praying is going to save us. Telling our people that the ancestors are going to save us. Telling our people that science is going to save us. No, that's not going to save us. None of that. None of that. Telling our people that education from the so-called white man is going to save us. None of that is going to save our people. What will save our people, what will sustain our people, what will continue our people moving forward is leadership in the real direction, the right direction, the fourth dimension, the fourth dimensional direction of pure logic, pure rational and pure thought. Because in that, in that is the alteration of this world. In other words, those transmissions, those thoughts are waiting for the elect to take them up so that we can alter this world. This world cannot be altered until the people who is being altered for make the alterations in themselves. Did that make sense? Yes or no? Until the people, and this world cannot be altered until the people who this world is being altered for make an alteration within themselves collectively. Does that not make sense? Yes or no? In other words, if you niggas want to keep being Negroes, if you want to keep being Negroes, then the world going to be going to treat you like Negroes. If you want to keep being black people, you going to keep getting treated like black people. But this is going to go when this goes up on YouTube. Of course, it's going to go over a lot of their heads. Watch, it's going to go over a lot of people's heads, as I knew it would. You know, as much as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad tried to alter the minds of the people, he had to do it within a vacuum. He still had to use Islam. He still had to use Jesus. He still had to use the white man, the image of fraud on the damn wall to replace white Jesus. He had to, still had to use the tools of the beast because that's all he was limited to working with. beautiful thing about this movement is we ain't got those limitations. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. We're going to have to answer these questions. For, well, let me answer these questions. I don't want to close out yet. But let me answer these questions. What is the power of leadership? The power, the real power of leadership is the reception from the future. 
the reception from the future that pulled the leaders in a direction to lead their people into the future. That is the real power of leadership, to have real reception, to have real foresight, extension of thought to guide the people forward. You know what you Christians, Muslims, and Israelites, and Jews talk about prophets and prophecy? That is the prophecy, future thinking, those who are able to connect into the future, calmly, logically, rationally, realistically. That's the power. Why does the beast want our men to, why does the beast, why doesn't the beast want our men to be leaders, want the so-called black men to be leaders? Because they know when the the so-called black men, and I say the so-called black men, the bright man, as we say, is in his right state of mind, in his logical and rational state of mind, then things are going to start to be altered around him. He's going to start to alter things, people's perceptions, people's ideas. Everything is going to be altered around him. The environment, everything will change, or should I say extend or grow to how you want around you when you first alter your mind through logical and rational thinking, realistic thinking. Because you can always maneuver through these things if you move logically and rationally and with caution. Caution. What does leadership uh, denote? It denotes power, especially when it's not being siphoned off from this three-dimensional cycle. We burned out from all this three-dimensional talk, man. We burned out from the spiritual, religious, biblical, scientific, and all the crap spiritual talk. We burned out, man. Time to take another direction, and the direction's opening up, and it ain't for the rest of you people, man. Y'all already accepted where y'all going to be. What would happen when one of our people are in leadership? What would happen in a leadership position? Depending on where they receiving their leadership or their transmission from the lead, because when y'all follow the beast, all you're going to do is get led right back into the same circle. That's all. You won't just leave black people. You're just wasting their time. You won't lead them back into the same circle. I told you the only answer is us. Should there be a multiple should there be multiple leaders? No. One leader at a time to reduce all the confusion at a time. And that's it. We're gonna close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we think and in Amen we continue for forever. Always keeping it Amen. N Z N N Z N one four four. Good night. See y'all tomorrow night at ten. I would build a bridge over the troubled water for you. The one that was here was weak and weary. Time had gone and down. We started little by little. We can meet right in the middle. Can we laugh about it later? It's time for it now. Oh, as soon as all the work is done, can hold hands in harmony, sit and talk and share the sun. I know that you can feel it, but it's gonna take a Build the bridges, but when the elder
us hear it It reminds them of that spirit That makes them all the same Don't give up on your children Because of human nature We got virtue, we got vices All you've done is not in vain Ooh, It doesn't matter how long it's been Turn that good music on I wanna dance with my father again yeah. I know that you can feel it But it's gonna take a feeling Don't you want to know you're free And you can come together 